Hi, this is Joe Ingram, and I'm the host of the Sales Genius Podcast, where we deep dive into what works and what doesn't in the realm of sales. I have personally spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers, and I'm here to provide you with the cheat sheet to making more deals for more money and ultimately becoming more happy. My mission is simple. I want to help you sell one more deal today and every day going forward. My approach is going to be unique because I believe that the only thing you need to do as a salesperson is provide your prospect with a logical reason to justify their emotional decision. Now, let's go ahead and dig a little deeper into the mind of a sales genius with today's podcast. say that um, you know Joe has has done this for many many years in the area of sales for a lot of different corporations and a lot of different industries he's done a lot with the automotive industry but he has done a lot with a lot of different industries when he's talking to you what I want you to do is I really want you to think about how can you take what he says apply it to your business your industry and your your style you're not, you know, uh, Andy Frisella, don't be Andy Frisella. Be fucking Joe. It's Dave Meltzer for some Q&A for the day. Hi, Joe. Good to see you. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate that. It was good meeting you too, man. Hey, Joe, and tell, tell everybody where they can find you and tell everyone where they're going to be because I'm sure there's a bunch of people who have seen you on here before and they see you on social. And, you know, you're keeping it real. You're keeping it real with, with good stuff. So tell everybody where they can find you and where they can see you. Joe Ingram has the, uh, he's very powerful sales techniques. If you're in the auto industry, I'll definitely contact him. But he's a great guy. He knows all the tricks and the treats in the auto industry business. So hit him up. Let's talk cell phones. How important is your cell phone to you today? Do you know the average person is touching their cell phone 25,000 times a day? That's a lot, isn't it? Unless you stop and, and think to yourself, how many times a day do you reach down and touch your phone just to make sure you have it with you? How many times are you checking text message, emails, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat? How many times are you reaching down going, what email did I just get? How many email accounts do you have on your phone right now? Do you think it's the same for your prospect as well? Absolutely. I want to talk about our cell phones and how we use them today. In today's market, the most effective way to get in touch with a customer is via text message. You can email, you can text, or you can call. Ideally, if I was talking to somebody and I said, um, if I absolutely positively had to get a message to them so that I knew that they understood everything I was saying and that it was 100% received, a face-to-face conversation would be the ideal situation. Backup is a telephone call. Okay, It wouldn't be an email to say that I hope they read it and I hope they get there. And then after that phone call, I'm going to go ahead and send a text message. That text message is the next viable option to make sure you can get a message to somebody. What I also like is that 93% of all text messages are read within five minutes. 
email open rates 12 percent if it's a good if it's a good uh subject line 12 percent of the people do you want to get 93 percent of the people you want to get 12 percent of the people how many of you are actually picking up your cell phone when an unknown number calls you you're not okay and if if somebody's putting in internet leads into your business and if they're putting it into a uh, a lead provider where they that lead provider is sharing it with multiple companies like yours, then the first person that calls them is going to be the only person they answer. Everybody else is going to go straight to voicemail because they know what the call is about. I want us to get effective in getting somebody from the potential conversation into a text message because why? When you talk to somebody over your t- the telephone and you call them, that is absolutely disruptive to their day. That is something that is definitely going, they have to stop what they're doing to have a conversation. If you're in a meeting, can you stop and take a phone call? No. Okay, but if you were to take that phone call, how many people tell us when we call them in, they go, I'm actually in a meeting. You're like, well, then why did you answer the phone? Okay, what I want you to understand is that they're not in a meeting. They just are saying that because... You can always accept an excuse that you've used. So if you have used an excuse, which is now's not a good time, or um, I don't have time to talk right now, or I'm extremely busy, and you've used that on somebody, then you have to accept it when someone uses it on you. It's a psychological game, guys. It's just, it's just how our brain is wired and how things go together. I didn't wire them. I just understand the wiring. So I want to be able to reach out to that person and leave them a text message. Okay, you got to check with your state on your laws on how you can text. I know in the People's Republic of California, right, we have to get permission to text. But in the same country or the same state that tells us that, the Republic, um, it also says if the customer provides you with a cell phone number, that is an implied consent that they would allow text messaging. But also, we don't want to be that individual that abuses that privilege to the point where they have to start looking into a pattern of practice with us. So I always will send one text message requesting that we continue to talk further and then them replying with anything other than stop or go away or some creative colorful language um, means that we can continue to text and it's implied consent. <clears throat> but I, I want to make sure I get get a t- in touch with this person and I want to make sure they understand that I'm the one that's wanting to sell the product to them. So I want to get in there. I want you to understand that if people are doing this, so here's one thing I also understand. <clears throat> if I have red receipt turned on on my emails and those 12% of those people answer my email and it pops up and says, hey, uh, Bill just answered or just opened your email. Odds are, okay, since 90% of all emails are read on a cell phone today, the odds are that, what, 9 out of 10 chance that Bill has the phone in his hand and that's where he read it. So I can text immediately or I can call. Now, again, the call being disruptive. He could be in a meeting checking through his emails because the PowerPoint presentation is putting him to sleep. So now I've got Bill flipping through his emails, opening my email and reading it so I can send a text message directly to Bill on his phone and now it's something he could answer right away. It's something that's the phone is already in his hand. We can go ahead and get that. 
And a lot of times I'll send over and go, hey, just wanted to follow up to see if you got my email. That person is going to be so impressed that what are the odds that when I opened the email and read it, right as I did that, you checked on it to checked on me to see, right? It's going to be very, very serendipitous that this happened. Maybe that's a sign that I should be buying from you. And guys, I'll use anything to try to close a deal. I just am not going to do anything that's unethical. But if I, if me hitting you at the right time, sending you the right message, because isn't that what sales is all about? Sales is providing a message to a customer that is ready and willing to hear it. And that's how we, we make sales day in and day out. Remember, like, listen, believe, and buy. I'm going to keep hammering you guys on this one because you have all these different steps to a sale that we're putting our sales department through. And it's good to have the steps to a sale, but you need to break them up into those four categories. Like, listen, believe, and buy. So that they understand that they're walking a customer through something that's simple. A simple process. Well, my meet and greet my fact-finding, me determining what it is that they are looking for, what they like about their previous product and what they were looking for in their new product is all part of the like. And me listening to them and repeating it back to them, right, is going to, when I repeat it back to them and they hear it, they're going to go, wow, I do like you because you're listening to me. And when I listen to you, you're giving me back the same information. So I've got like and listen there. So now if I'm going to repeat back what they're saying, guess what else that builds? Believability. Because they know they're not lying, <clears throat> or if they do know they're lying, then they're, they're going to realize that you're going to pay attention to everything they're saying, and it's not going to be in their best interest to continue to lie. So I've got cell phone in my hand all day. I am tapping my pocket every, every couple seconds just about to make sure that it hasn't fallen out of my pocket or isn't gone. Think about the panic you have today when you can't find your phone or it's not there. Think about the fun we've all poked at the person who is on their phone and looking for their phone at the same time, okay? We've all been there. We've all done it, but I'm just going to say we're poking phone. It's fun at somebody else. We're not going to say it was you, but it was you, okay? But I want you to understand that phone is there. It is in their hands, and if it's in their hands, you need to find a compelling reason for them to use it to contact you, and text messaging is where it's at. So come up with some text messages, make them simple. Remember, this is not about texting a breakup letter to somebody. I need to text them the information that I want them to have. And ideally, you make it a question. Why? Because a question involves the person who's reading it. They get to assign the tone and the inflection as we discussed in the earlier in the earlier podcast, they get to determine how to read your message. If they're in a pissed off mood, they're going to read it as if you're talking to them in a pissy mood. So I want you to give every opportunity that's there. You don't ask questions in pissy moods most of the time. Okay. One of the most the easiest things I used to do when I was at a dealership in LA that we had the Chrysler 300 on the alphabetical chart on Chrysler's website, it said Chrysler 300 AWD for all-wheel drive came before Chrysler 300 RWD, which was rear-wheel drive. So people were clicking on AWD, and out here in California, there's no reason to have an all-wheel drive car because we're not going to use it. The benefits aren't going to be here for us. So my first initial messages were always, um, do you need all-wheel drive or will the regular vehicle work? 
And that was my message. And I got people answering me back all the time because it wasn't a promotional, let me tell you why you should buy with me. Let me tell you why I'm so great. Let me tell that's what's for your email signature. It's not what's supposed to be in a text message. And if you're going to be answering 93% or reading 93% of your text messages, okay, make it something that, that involves them. If somebody asks you a question, who is the star? You are. So make them the star by asking them a question so that they feel honored enough to answer back. If they're not in the market or they're a mystery shopper, there's somebody messing with you, guess what? They're not going to answer back. So you know that's a bad lead. Go check it off in your system. Market is a bad lead and move on. But if your cell phone is in your hand all day, it is in your customer's hands all day, let's take advantage of that and get a message to them in the least intrusive way possible, Okay, which is a text message. It's the most valued by a customer and it's the, mo- the one that's going to get you the most response. So let's get out there and sell more. Make more and be more happy. Thanks for choosing to spend your time with us here at the Sales Genius Podcast. If your company is looking to increase sales or is having an event that would benefit from one of the Sales Genius team members attending, please look us up on the web at salesgenius.live, salesgenius.live. Don't forget to like this episode, subscribe to the channel, and share it out to the world. Until next time, remember more deals, more money, more happy. Now go out there and close a deal.